0: Hey, what's going on everyone? This is your host, Michelle, a.k.a. Mish, for another wonderful episode of Stories I Shouldn't Tell. And with me today, I have a very, very special, extremely special guest with me. He's my best friend. If you guys don't know him, his name's Patrick. What's up, Patrick?
1: Hey, what's going on there, Michelle? Thank you for having me today. You're welcome. So my name is Patrick. This is Patrick. This is Patrick. (laughs) Patrick, I'm 33 years old, and I am almost married. Almost. Oh, almost married. A lot going on this year, you know. I just got a root canal. I just got a tooth pulled. (laughs) It's been a rough start. I actually got my root canal on uh, New Year's Day. So, but that—that's just a little bit about me.
0: 2020, baby.
1: 2020, baby. Looking, it's looking bright.
0: <laughs> he had to—he had to get the root canal before his wedding. His yeah. uh, his fiance said, "You know, I'm not going to marry you until that happens."
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm got a couple <laughs> of teeth pulled, so I'll be at the altar looking like a jack o' lantern. But it's all good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, my my best friend Patrick. Um, we've known each other what 11 years? How? I mean, what are I we going on?
1: You know, May will be like 10. It's right. So like it. 11,
0: yeah, so yeah, pretty much skip a year, 11, um, it's a right. leap 11. year, it's a leap year. All
1: right.
0: we skip. Um, but yeah, we actually, uh, funny enough, we started off doing music together, for those of you that don't know, I used to, um, I used to write and record music, uh, pretty embarrassing, no, I was actually, I was actually decent, I wouldn't say I was pretty bad, I was pretty good, uh, and You're my boy, good. I was, good. I was alright, I was alright, I did my thing, and then, uh, yo, Pat was nasty, um to this day yo this this guy will whip up a track for you he's pretty he's pretty young so man, i'm
1: willing to dust off the mic and you know uh, get back in there
0: yo don't these mics just make you want to like just
1: yeah i'm thinking don't these let's, this just mics for, make let's you forego jump, this podcast jump, and, and, this... and just drop some, <laughs> drop some knowledge no but um i don't know if you remember real quick how how it all came about i remember writing on your facebook wall i believe and i thought you sang at first mm. through tom piotek and i was like oh you know do you sing or i heard you're a really good singer and and you know, I knew I'd like you as a friend at the very beginning because you said something slick in the in that thread. You're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's nice and all, but actually, I rap like, something, something slick. Bro. I was like, okay, uh, and then it all worked out.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's mad funny. I remember, I remember the first time that you had me over, right? And we were we were making. Uh, I don't, I don't even remember like you had me for like a verse or for like a hook or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, all right, you know, this kid's cool, and he gives me his address, and I'm like, yo, this kid's got money. I, I pull up to the house, and I, lo and behold, I fucking knew it. And I'm just like, you could see like a chandelier, right? And I'm just like, I don't belong here. And then all of a sudden, your goofy ass comes out. <laughs> and it was like our first introduction. I was like, all right, like he's cool. But like, yo, legit, I thought a butler was going to open Little the Little did she
1: know that my parents had Buddy, and I made about $200 a week at the time. So <laughs> <laughs> we really figured that shit out quick. So, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, man, yeah, it's so funny. But um yo, so... Yeah, today's episode, we're gonna talk about um, some childhood memories that we have, um, or just childhood stories in general, and I don't know about you, Pat, but I was a pretty damn naive kid. Like, I was I was smart, but I was also very dumb, and a lot has not changed. <laughs>
1: you said it, not me. Once we
0: got that clear. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I guess... Uh, do you have stories you'd like to share? Yeah. Do You want me to I mean, start? You know how you do you
1: start? You start.
0: I'll start. Okay. All right. Cool. So, um, being that Pat is really close to my family, like I said, we've we've been friends for so long. He's actually also really close to my younger brother. Um, for those of you that don't know, my younger brother is my absolute, you know, right hand man, ride or die, best friend. We've been in it, you know, we've been, we're in the same womb. Not at the same time, but we were in the same womb. You know what I mean? You guys are a
1: few years apart, so we actually had breakfast together this morning, uh, me and Kevin,
0: so that was good. Yeah, you see, so they're, they're close, you know. Um, but yeah, um, the story that I'm going to talk about involves my younger brother and how I thought he was dying. Um we yeah. jumping right in. Yo, we're jumping right in. Yeah, I thought he was dying. So, story goes um, again my younger brother is a few years younger than me and my mom at the time used to babysit a couple of kids uh, this one kid his parents particularly uh, were really good friends of ours as well so he would he usually like stayed a little later or whatever especially since his mom was a nurse she would work longer hours this and that so we were just used to him always being around right well the kid was also pretty damn smart. And so and he was my age. Uh, Let me. Yeah, let me include that. He was my age. So we would have the same homework and everything. Right. And homework would take me a little bit longer compared to this kid. So I'm still doing my homework and he's done with his. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go hang out with Kevin. I'm going to go play with Kevin. And I was like, "Okay, no problem. Yo, the shit that we used to do to my younger brother, like we used to treat him like a pet, and like I mean, <laughs> he's he's the younger sibling, so I just feel like that's like what you do. Like we literally would play fetch with Kevin. We would throw something and make him go get it.
1: Did he catch like a frisbee in his teeth? Or no, anything? no,
0: he never caught it, but he would run to go get it and then bring. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, he wasn't. Uh, I guess he wasn't that coordinated. I don't know. Oh, we know that. So this kid, yeah, he, you know, those little, um, the little round bouncy balls that you get for like the 10 cents.
1: Yeah, of course. The ones you could kind of use with the jacks. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we used to have those around the house all the time, especially since Kevin, you know, he was that kid that always needed to have like something in his hand, right? So my mom would always give him like the 10 cents or a quarter to it. So we had like a million. Well, my, my buddy decides to um, throw it down the stairs, leading into the basement, and tells Kevin, go fetch. And Kevin, the dumbass that he is, he does. He runs down the steps, and now mind you, the railings, right, the one that's like towards the end, we used to always swing off of it. It was just something that we always did, so it was friggin' loose, it was loose as hell, right?
1: Wait, what are we talking about?
0: <laughs> that, that pole. <laughs> this is still
1: the childhood thing. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. this is still
0: the child. Yeah, just, just talking kidding. about poles and talking about being loose. Proceed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Kevin, like any other time that he runs down the stairs, is thinking it's going to be okay to swing off that pole. Yo, the pole gets loose, and actually, you know, like the this little slot that it's in, it fucking knocks out. The pole goes flying, and Kevin goes flying into the wall instead of, like, swinging around and, like, cutting, like, the corner the way – yeah. It's like a cement wall? No, thank God it wasn't. So it was in – we lived in LT at the time, so, you know, it was like the, like, wood panel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, yo, the kid knocked himself out. Because of like just the velocity that he was going at. And boom, I hear a loud crash, right? I'm doing my homework and I'm like, what the hell is that? And I look at, at the kid. I almost said his name. I look at the kid and his mouth is just wide open, right? And he's just like, oh my God. And I run over and I see Kevin, my younger brother, in just a pile of his own blood. And the only thing that I can say is, Oh my God, Kevin's dying! My mom is in the kitchen. I see blood. I'm a kid, so I see blood. I assume death. You know, my mom's in the kitchen. She just throws everything that she has in her fucking hands. She's like, "Get what?" Runs over, and I'm just like, like me and the kid, are, our mouths are just open. We're like, "Oh my God!" Like he's literally dying, right? And my mom's like, "Go grab a towel." This and that. My mom was a nurse for for those of you that don't know. Um, and yeah, she's just like ran downstairs just like trying to like stop the bleeding. Kevin doesn't know where the fuck he is. <laughs> like
1: yes, he's just seeing stars.
0: Oh my god. Ambulance came at the time my mom didn't drive. So the ambulance came, took him, um and then dude, I wish that Kevin would be into like telling stories because his shit is so funny, but I'm just going to tell his portion of the story now.
1: By the way, yeah. He also told me this morning at breakfast. He's like, he brought it up out of nowhere. He's like, "Yeah, I think Michelle asked me to be on her podcast. I declined." I'm like, "Wow, what a supporting brother!" You know. But now, yeah, now I that's get him. it. I, at first, I thought he was just cold, but now I understand why. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. him. That's him. <laughs> he's great. I love him. But um, yeah. So I'll just tell his portion of the story because he told me after. Um, and so he gets to the hospital, and the nurse is like, you know, asking him, "Hey, like, how are you feeling?" blah blah this and that <laughs> and she asked him like are you gonna throw up because obviously the kid had a concussion mm-hmm. and he's just like telling her like no you know or whatever and then she like goes and she's like checking him again and she puts her hand she like cups it under his mouth but she was like checking something she wasn't expecting him to throw up and he just puked in her hand <laughs> oh, Lord. I, you gotta do better uh- Yo, when he told me he was like dying when he told me that that was so funny. And like he says it's so much funnier too. He was like, he was like, yeah, I felt bad because she was such a hot nurse. But you know, he was like, he, Kevin, I think at the time was like maybe four. No, maybe three. Yeah, because I'm two years older than him. And I was in kindergarten. So and, he was he was and when did up. he
1: reiterate the story to you at that age? <laughs> Cause I'm picturing Kevin with a beard telling you this yeah uh, yeah yeah it's Kevin.
0: <laughs> I mean he's always had a mustache he was born with that yeah, yeah. The, no no yeah he did tell me when he was older okay, but okay. Yeah, absolutely and to be fair that's not the only time that we thought Kevin was dying there's plenty of other stories like that too like, the kid was just always dying in my childhood.
1: Mind you, he's still only in his mid-twenties, and this kid <laughs> has been, like, cursed since birth.
0: Well, yeah, freaking uh, next week yeah, he turns 27. Right? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah.
1: I'll be over the house. He already invited me. So yeah. I'll, be, I'll be over there. Fucking anytime. great. You're going, right?
0: Yeah, that's why I said fucking great. Omelette. Now I gotta leave Omelette home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I> wonder why. <laughs> that's all. It so. at
0: that. <laughs> oh man! So, any uh, any stories similar? Did you almost die in your childhood? Or well, like... yeah,
1: before birth actually, uh, the umbilical was <laughs> wrapped oh around my neck. And I think Christ. Biggie said that in one of his verses too. It was uh, it was a close call. It was a real close call, but wow. uh, here I am. You know, holy shit. Yeah, here I am. And that's and, traumatic. Uh, I, it, I had really bad asthma as a child. I spent a few Christmases. Not to make this all, uh, you know, I know it's supposed to be yeah, a podcast. I'm going to fucking but, uh, <laughs> cry now.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> took a time
1: out for some Kleenex. But um yeah, no, I spent a couple Christmases in the uh, in the hospital. I had such bad asthma on the nebulizer and all that. But here I am nonetheless and i uh, get to the good stuff. So
0: yeah, the funny stuff. Please. Childhood
1: <laughs> stories. Well, <laughs> none of this at the time was at all remotely funny. <laughs> So, I'm glad that we could reflect on it now, but um, I was probably like eight or nine, and uh, me and my childhood friend at the time, we were in my treehouse, right? I don't know if I told you this, but...
0: Rich kid. Yeah. Fucking treehouse. No,
1: no, no. See, this is back <laughs> when I was in Central Park. This is before I knew we had buddy. So, uh, the treehouse and the tire swing was like it. Um, so, we're in the treehouse, and um, it's probably like two in the afternoon, sunny day, and we're up there, and we're looking down there's a fucking raccoon looking right up at us. Now, you know raccoons aren't out during the day. No. Rabbit, obviously, you know, uh, might have rabies. (laughs) So I'm sweating bullets. I'm like, look, either we stay up here and he potentially climbs up here and we have nowhere to go. Or we just freaking get down on the ground, run to the front of my house as quick as possible and hope that the front door is open. You know, my mom was home. So he's really reluctant. He's, you know, like, mm, I don't know. Should I stay? Should I go? I'm like, look, we got to go. Because if we get up here, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he's taking forever. I said, all right, well, I'm going to make this decision for us. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I then proceed to push him in the back. He falls down about eight feet to the ground, face, <laughs> face first in a pile of dirt. <laughs> so his teeth are covered in dirt like and blood. And it's terrible looking back at it, but hey, look, man. We we don't have time. I, you,
0: you made an executive decision. Uh, yes, and I you, was
1: just gonna say that.
0: And you at almost expense, killed the kid.
1: So if exactly, so if I had to push him down, step on him to get to the front, <laughs> him and a raccoon could figure it out. So I push him down, and you know he's he's crying and stuff, and I, I jumped down and I said, look, like we got to go, like we don't have time. We'll we'll, we'll fix you up in the house. <laughs> My mom ended up putting a Q-tip in his teeth, get all the dirt out. Anyway. <laughs> So we run to the front of the house. The freaking raccoon is following us. I'm sweating bullets. But he's like making it suspenseful. All right. He's leaving like an eight foot gap to be like, let's see if you get in or not. You know what (laughs) I mean? So of course, I'm the first one to the door. I'm knocking. Mom, mom. You know, um, she's taking forever. I don't know what she's doing. Maybe laundry, maybe cooking. And she finally gets to the door like a minute and a half later. At least that's what it felt like. And we got in just the nick of time. It was actually coming to the front steps, oh so they called me animal control, or my mom did rather, and then they popped them in my backyard, and, and that was Holy that. Shit. Yeah, it was it was really uh, really extreme, and I felt bad. You know, I I apologized to the kid. I said, look, man, he said the rate rate you were moving, you know, we weren't going to make none of us were going to make it out. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, he didn't lose any teeth, mind you. He still had mostly baby teeth, so it's okay. Eh. My mom cleaned them up, like I said, with the Q-tip, got the dirt out. So that that was that. Then one other story. Um, if you don't mind this was a few years later might have been a teen no i wasn't a teenager i was probably 11 mm-hmm. it's really into my hip hop face i thought i was a member of bad boy i had like the uh, the goggles on the side of my head
0: yo i real quick yeah. i so badly <clears> wanted <throat> to be part of bad boy i was said Bad Boy I,
1: was it yo you know if I was rough Riders it, TV, yeah. all that no nah, it was always
0: bad boy, always bad bad. boy yeah. no way
1: out was like one of the first albums i bought it, I mean, I might have bought Coolio.
0: I wanted that. Diddy to be my manager so yeah. bad.
1: Until we found out years later, he takes everybody's money, <laughs> makes the locks. The list goes on. Danny yeah. came day twenty six. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to Diddy though. <laughs> Once upon a time. Yeah,
0: Diddy. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're, listening,
1: you're listening, It's all love. Uh, yeah, you know, right. Working to submit my demo. Um, so no, anyway, um, I don't know. I was just feeling like I feel like. I don't blame me getting into a rapper hip-hop for it, but I'm sure my family did at the time. Probably didn't think it was the best influence, you know? I really thought who I was with my 10 times bigger jeans that I wore and my shirt that touched my ankles and stuff. But um, <laughs> So anyway, the, you know, a friend at the time, we were, you know, that's when AOL was getting really big and uh, the Messenger and stuff like that. So he promised to, uh, whatever was hip then, he promised to send me such and such, some stupid online stuff. And he kept putting it off, kept putting it off, and never did it. So I ended up like spazzing one day. I was just having a really bad day. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a very regretful email, and a paragraph that was not nice. Every other word was a four-letter word. You know, <laughs> um, it was not nice, calling him all kinds of names, go blow such and such. It was terrible. <laughs> I, I deeply regret it. Long story short, I forget if it was a day or two later. I never got a response, but. The kid's mother called my uh, landline. Oh lord! Repeated the whole email. My mom heard it. <laughs> she made me come down and hear it, but I was so in shock that I didn't actually Wait, hear what she was saying. Wait, this
0: was this was left as a voicemail.
1: She, yeah. Oh she re- shit. Yes, she read the whole. I don't know if she ever uh, played it for my dad because he probably I wouldn't be here to tell the story if my dad heard it. I'm gonna yeah, be honest with you.
0: yeah, Coach, Coach, uh, yeah, he's yeah, a pretty he, tough he, guy. Yeah, he would beat the piss out of me yeah, with a tennis just... racket or something, you know. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, so so that was bad. So you know, after that whole voicemail, my mom confronted me about it, and um, what what do you say, you know? So um, wasn't I, me. I yeah, Shaggy right. <laughs> I had a really nice mace poster I had on my wall, and this is where the, the hip hop part comes in because honestly, it had nothing to do with hip hop. Looking back at it, I was just a uh, Angry kid, I guess at the time. So she ripped that off the wall. I was so like distraught. I was like, "No, not Mace, you know." It's like the Harlem World poster where (laughs) he's like, like, "Holy, he has nothing to do with this." He didn't do it, Ma. He didn't do (laughs) it. I think I just need to go for a (laughs) psychological review or something, you know. But uh, anyway, so she takes me. She drives me to the church, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, you know, I know, know I fucking know.
1: So uh, I went to the church. Uh, I went to see the pastor at the time.
0: And he touched
1: you. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no <this is> terrible. <laughs> well, since we can't edit here, I guess that's not going to be enough. Um, no. Uh, sorry. It was already traumatic enough. No need for that. So I go see the pastor, and I thought it was—I thought I was going to get like an exorcism or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this is how it felt.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was sure. just
1: terrible. Um, and so I had to then explain to him, in the nicest way possible, what I did, and uh, I forget. Fucking yeah. gave you and he, ten probably, Hail he probably Marys. said there isn't enough rosaries to say <laughs> for you, devil boy. But um, yeah. So that was just extremely uh, dramatic for the whole family and myself. And I do apologize to you, you know who. Uh, obviously, you are not saying names. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. That, it was just very bad. But those were a couple of quick stories I remember as a kid.
0: Yo, did you go? You attended CCD, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you do you remember? It was like I think it's right before your confirmation. They make you go to confession like every fucking week that you're in ccd for like i don't know i think it's like a couple months so how many
1: weeks were you there straight
0: <laughs> oh man i was never straight um
1: i know i shouldn't end with that word <laughs> I
0: knew I knew that was no but um i want i want to say we had to do like eight fucking sessions or something like that of confessions before dude i'm I'm like what in seventh grade? Well, no, I'm lying. This was seventh grade.
1: Usually, no, eighth grade's confirmation. Confirmation. Early yeah, yeah,
0: early eighth is confirmation. Yeah. So it was no, because at the time I was at the the church that's over near like where my parents live. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I went to CCD for a year, and so and Same I didn't. Here. Yeah, I didn't have confirmation though there. I. Um, it at the other yeah where yeah. I went yeah where, yeah we, yeah, we well, both went literally we, we, went we to the same church because yeah. they
1: kept kicking us out of both um, <laughs> <laughs> this switch first, this is like you know what at least 10 years before we knew each other it's new yeah the universal pull but um yeah I ended up getting my confirmation at said place by by your folks because you know I ended up going from um private to pub, the public school in my eighth grade year. That's, that's why I switched
0: over. Got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, see, for me, um, I hated the church that was over by my parents' house. And I so, all my friends went to CCD at the other church where I grew up. Right. So yeah. so I only did a year at that church, and then I went back to the other one. But, yeah, so I guess, I guess it was like a... I don't know. I guess it was like a church thing then, because it wasn't before confirmation. But anyway... I'm in like I like I said I'm in fifth grade. Like, how many things can I do wrong? You know that I have to like apologize for. Might have been cheating so, on
1: t- exams. Might have been uh, playing hooky. I Might didn't have been feel like not it, doing your homework. I, Minimal I, stuff. Right, not exactly.
0: But I, you know, I was a little bit smarter. Might and have kissed I had... a
1: boy or a girl? <laughs> we don't know. So, yeah, you know, actually, I'll,
0: I'll tell you a funny story too that happened at CCD. But um,
1: not sure who had cooties at that point in time. But if any.
0: It was me. I had the cooties.
1: Mm-hmm. Makes sense.
0: <laughs> so I just remember like one of the sins, so to speak, that I told the pastor was, uh, yeah, a couple of of my friends were playing at recess and they wouldn't let me play with them. Mind you, I lied to the priest because so that on its own was a, was their actual Here sin. There comes the lightning right yeah. through the roof. That was the actual sin was that I lied to him because I had to make up a I had to make up a sin for myself because I didn't feel wow. like I did things wrong.
1: The irony. <laughs> the irony.
0: Yeah, so I like told him like, "Yeah, my friends weren't letting me play with them." So I just took I could they were playing kickball. So I took the kickball and I just I just uh like threw it across the the blacktop or mm-hmm. whatever. And he was like in, you know, he's like how do you feel about that? And I was like, I don't know. I guess I feel bad, you know, that like, I'm just like, you know, like making shit up. And he's like, hmm, OK, I understand. So you're going to say 10 Hail Marys and six Our Fathers. And he's like, do you know the, the uh, glory to be? And I'm like, yeah, like I know. Yeah. yeah, glory be. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know all of them. And he's like, you gonna give me three of those. And he's like, and then when you're done, you know, you, you're good to leave.
1: Like, like, As a matter of fact, just continue to pray for <laughs> until our next session because you need it. May God be with you.
0: Yeah, so that was uh, that was my experience at that place. And then that's when I was like, yo, I'm tired of this. I'm going back to the other church. I can't keep making up lies. Right.
1: I mean, I get it. I mean, if you got to go, you got to go. Just like when you have to, you know, go to the bathroom. You got to go to... I mean, I'm sure there was something you could have thought of, but like, I also... Like you said, you probably overthought it. There was something so minuscule that you could have said, but you didn't think it was probably relevant enough to tell in a confession. Like you were thinking extreme. Yeah. Like I didn't. I didn't. You know. What I mean, I didn't sock anybody today. At, at <laughs> test, you know yeah. Exactly.
0: Mean? So I'm so like, all right, man. let me make up a story about how I, you know, got upset that my friends weren't playing <laughs> with me, so I threw their toy across. Like it's stupid. Next it was session,
1: stupid. I'll I'll say. I'll think look, of a better Father, line No, Father, I'm sorry for making up the story. <laughs> 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 that I said most characters that I've Please forgive me. <laughs> um, yeah for real i i remember another ridiculous story we have time for another one uh,
0: absolutely okay, let's go let's go let's
1: go um so that, here's one that was probably eighth grade if i want to say um i was super straight laced like i said i like i've told you you know years ago i was very straight laced in middle school high school i was always about sports 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 and never were really Dabbled in drinking or smoking or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you or, or didn't care about the till until you until got much I, older. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of my friends to this day we still want to beat the hell out of me for not, you know, taking those opportunities I would for cashing those checks, let's say. Yeah. But right. whatever I had a tunnel vision. Anyway, uh so wrong
0: kind of vision. I had tell the tell what's in it, her know, pants I'm vision. Around, yeah, I was <laughs>
1: walking around here like Stevie Wonder, you know. Um but I was in eighth grade and Like I said, I just went from private school to public school because I planned on going to the public high school. So I said I might as well get acclimated now, you know, meet some friends or enemies, (laughs) whatever, (laughs) get get acclimated to whoever I'm going to run into. So, you know, at the time, I'm hearing all these things, like a lot of guys I was really tight with. I I don't want to say I was the leader of the pack, but I was like, all right, let's talk wrestling for a moment. Okay, so there was like Hogan with the NWO and then like Kevin Nash led the Wolf Pack. I was Mm kind of like Kevin Nash in the sense like, I had my little crew, and when I left, there was, like, a new leader who came in. You know, there's a new sheriff in town. And so they were, like, he was leading them to do things that I didn't think was cool. Like, I was, like I said, I was super straight-laced. You know me. I love my friends. I have a small circle, but I I really cherish them.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So when
1: I found out, a lot of them were, you know, smoking weed. And I just assumed, like, no, it's just a gateway. I was like, I can only imagine what else they're doing. And I heard who was getting them into smoking and such and such. Right, right, right. So one day, I invited you know, my close friends at the time that were getting involved with this stuff over like two or three of them. And I had this smart idea of printing out like 50 or 60 copies of this kid who was getting them involved in the weed uh, with his name on it. And then I wrote Smoke Sweet. So I had the kid's first and last name and they wrote Smoke Sweet. And I do regret doing it, but at the time it felt so right. (laughs) So I went over to like the neighboring three or four neighborhoods to post these on any sign possible. No parking, duck crossing, <laughs> the 25 miles per hour. Mind you, one of the four neighborhoods we posted it in was his.
0: Oh, God.
1: It was not good. It was not good because within an hour, uh, the kid's father had seen the signs. Mind you, it was senior and junior, so it's also that guy's name. <laughs> 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 now I was in another complex with another buddy of mine, I guess the two, because I was going over to his Old complex. I said the other two over there, you know what I'm saying? Eh. And he saw one of those kids put the sign up and he came and he saw them walk back to my house. Yo, he got to one of the kids, like he passed my dad and like started grabbing the kid by the neck, almost like hanging him up. Wait, the the
0: dad did that? Yes.
1: Yes. This is real. real. (laughs) I'm so traumatized and a lot of stuff's my own fault, you know? (laughs) And then luckily my dad stepped in. My dad's like, Look, you know, I know what he did wasn't right. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, Deal with my son, his friends. After this, he's like, well, "Get your hands off!" He's like, kids, you know, was he 12, You know." Yeah. So that was that. But man, and then I had a basketball game after that, and all of our basketball games used to be relatively close. This one was like freaking. It felt like it was in Cape May. It was the longest ride ever, you know. And and it, my dad and my mom were there, and um, I guess that's why they only had one child because I'm like having four. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: seriously. Know.
1: So so it was it was definitely uh definitely interesting.
0: Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I always make fun of you for being like an only child, and
1: I'm not your typical only child. No, I have you my were... tendencies about being isolated, but I'm not like you know, like prissy or like um, you know. Yeah, I can be mean. You, me and you honest, got into some like,
0: shit, man. I got
1: into it way more than I should have. You know? Yeah,
0: you were a little yeah troublemaker. You were a menace. I
1: was a menace.
0: Dennis the menace over here. Menace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Well, uh, I hope that you all enjoyed these childhood stories that we shared with you. Um, go ahead and give me a like, give me a share, give me some comments, give me some feedbacks. I appreciate it all. Um, thank you again, Patrick. Patrick, my best friend in the whole wide world oh, stop for joining me on this beautiful episode on stories I shouldn't tell.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Awesome. Thanks, everyone. I hope that you all have a great day. Peace.